What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, jumping right into things, we have a lot of baseball going on. You know, some doubleheaders, full slate of games. Every team in the league has been in action. So, we have just a lot of results to pour over. Let's start in New York. The Mets swept a doubleheader against the Atlanta Braves. That's, you know, an NL East divisional matchup. Obviously, a big matchup at this time of year. And the Mets have been in first place for quite a while now. You know, they've they've really put together a flying season. They've kept their foot on the gas. They haven't really slid back. And it's been really impressive from the get-go. I think they are legit. And it looks like they really are going to put things together and make that playoff push. Big doubleheader sweep. It started in the opener with an 8-5 victory over Atlanta, where... David Peterson started against Jake Odorizzi, actually, who's a new pitcher for the Braves. And then in the nightcap, they win by a score of 6-2 with Max Scherzer on the mound, who was vintage. He went seven scoreless innings with 11 punch-outs, dropping his ERA down to 1.98. And the Mets just continue to extend their lead in the National League East. They're now 69 and 39. They're 30 games above 500, first place in the NL East. Obviously, these intra-divisional matchups are how you create space in the standings, and that's what they did. So good stuff there from the New York Metropolitans. Moving out to Chicago, the Cubs beat the Marlins 4-0. Drew Smiley was on the bump for Chicago, six and two-thirds, scoreless innings from him. And he got some help from his offense. Got some help from his offense. You know, lots of hits up and down the lineup. Nico Horner, three for four on the day. You know, he's kind of been heating up. You know, this is the kind of hitter Nico Horner is. He's been the same hitter. You know, he was this guy in the minors. He was this guy in college. He hits for a high average. And, he, he, yeah, that's what he does. And he gets on base. That's that's Nico Horner. And, to see that translate into the big leagues is no surprise for anybody who's familiar with with his style of play. So, you know, 3-4 on Saturday now raises his average on the season to 298. He's got a 340 OBP. This is who you're going to get. He's playing shortstop right now for the Chicago Cubs, and he's going to hold it down there for the time being. They shut out the Miami Marlins for nothing. Another doubleheader in Seattle this time. The Angels took on the Mariners. It was a split this time. The Mariners took the first game. Angels took the second game. First game was a 2-1 Mariners victory. Ty France hit a home run, and you know that was the big blow. He 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 provided both RBIs in this game, two RBIs on that one on that one swing, and that was enough for the Mariners to get a win. Obviously, on the pitching side of things, George Kirby. Went six innings, one earned run, and then the bullpen took it from there. In the nightcap, Angels got their revenge. They won by a score of 7-1. Reed Detmers was on the mound for Anaheim. Seven innings, one earned run, seven punch-outs. And Mickey Moniak was in center field for the Angels. He just acquired via trade in that Noah Syndergaard trade. And he was playing center field, starting, starting in center for the Angels. He was two for four with a home run. Um, Fletcher was um, 
also hit his second home run of the year, David Fletcher. He was playing shortstop to start the game. If we move out to Philadelphia, you know, the other side of that trade, how, how is how how are the Phillies doing? They are if you look on paper, you know, they have a winning record, which is you know actually much better than what they had this time last year. They're eleven games above five hundred. They are still third in NL East, but you know they go out there, they get an 11-5 victory over the Nats. Reese Hoskins, Matt Vierling, and JT Real Muto all homered. You know, Real Muto has been pretty hot as of late. He's been hitting a bunch of home runs lately. Castellano seems to have been warming up a little bit as of late as well. You know, as far as the as far as the Phillies, you know, their best hope is gonna be for things together pretty nicely ever since Bryce Harper went down because obviously remember when he went down we we're saying you know you can't replace this guy but they really have they, they haven't fallen by the wayside and I think the turning point in their season truly did happen when they fired Joe Girardi and ever since then the, the ship has been has been righted but right now Philly does hold a playoff position they would they would enter as a wild card team if the playoffs were to start today, they're nine and one in the last ten games. They've won four in a row. Phillies are definitely on a roll. They're hoping to get Bryce Harper back. I, when I saw last uh, estimate, I saw was in September. So you know they still have a few more weeks till they get him back. But they're really, really playing good baseball right now. Like I said, nine and one in the last ten, four wins in a row for the Philadelphia Phillies. And this is how you you rack up those wins. You prey on bottom feeders like the Nationals. No offense to the Nats, but that's what the Phillies have to do. So this is a, it's a big weekend for them to, to rack up some wins like that. Speaking of teams racking up wins, the Houston Astros, you know, they've been on a roll. They did drop a game to the Guardians on Saturday. They lost 4-1 to Cleveland. But, you know, the Astros have actually pulled within the Yankees, um, you know, within striking distance of the Yankees for that best record in the American League. They are they are just percentage points below the New York Yankees. They both have 70 wins. New York has 38 losses. Houston has 39 losses. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on, for sure. But they did lose. They meaning the Astros did lose 4-1 to the Guardians. Cal Quantrill was on the bump for Cleveland. Six scoreless innings for him as he led his team. And then obviously he had offensive support. Jose Ramirez, Andres Jimenez, the usual suspects for Cleveland getting the job done with the bat. And moving out to Kansas City, Nick Prato delivered a walk-off home run to seal victory for the Kansas City Royals. They won 5-4 over the Boston Red Sox in the bottom of the ninth. That home run sent sent the Kansas City Royals home happy. You know, I, I saw a note about the Royals. It was like the other night. I think you could still say the same. Uh, for the lineup they ran out there on on Saturday, um, the the Royals the other day they started a a lineup that was entirely homegrown. Every single player in that lineup was a homegrown player, meaning it was you know, they they de- they were developed in the minor league system of the Royals. And specifically, actually, I think the the lineup they threw out there, I believe on Friday night, every single player had played for. The AAA Omaha Storm Chaser, so it's 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 really cool. It's really interesting. You know, that's the Royals going back to the roots. I mean, not necessarily saying it it uh, leads to immediate success because this is a team with 
you know, they're they have a losing record by a lot. You know, they're forty three and sixty five on the year. So, but it's just the byproduct of some trades that they recently made. In St. Louis, the Cardinals beat the Yankees one nothing. This was this was a good game. Nolan Arenado RBI single, and that was all she wrote as far as offense. Sorry, as far as scoring in this game. Jordan Montgomery was pitching for the Cardinals against the Yankees. He had just been traded, and he shut down the Yankees. Five scoreless innings against New York. Of course, trusted his defense. He only had one punch out. But the Cardinals' defense, obviously that elite defense with a bunch of gold glovers behind him, had his back. You saw Mark, we, we were seeing Matt Carpenter return to St. Louis for the first time in this series. He got a nice hand in his first at-bat of the series from the Cardinals' faith, faithful. This is someone who, who did big things in a Cardinals uniform for many years and last but not least let's head out to the west coast where the dodgers are hosting the padres la beat san diego 8-3 on on saturday you saw a home run from will smith home run from max muncie both of these off of clevenger and andrew haney threw four and two-thirds scoreless Sorry, not scoreless. It was actually no earned runs. We gave it three runs. But nonetheless, Dodgers bats woke up. Like I said, homers from those guys. Gavin Lux, two for four. You know, Lux has been quietly putting up a very strong season. He's hitting 300 with an 806 OPS on the season. So that's someone who who has really come into his own. Remember, this is someone who is a very highly touted prospect. Very highly touted. You know, top of the, one of the best prospects in baseball in the minor leagues. A bit of a slow start to his career the past couple of years, but now we're seeing it all come together, and we're seeing everything that. You know, that's why the Dodgers didn't trade this guy. He was he was always asked for whenever the Dodgers had trades. A lot of teams wanted him, but now Dodgers were patient at age 24. Now we see him develop into a very fine player at the big league level. So good stuff for Gavin Lux. So that is where we stand with things for today. Continue with a full slate of games to run out the weekend, but. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.